Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yes, it is higher ground. Great to have your company tonight. We're here uh, up until 11 o'clock um, Eastern Daylight Time here in Correct. Sydney. Uh, so uh, we we're here till 10 o'clock in, on the Gold Coast. Welcome to our listeners up there too, by the Hello. way. They, they are tuning in, I'm sure, 16.20 on the Gold Coast or via SENQ app. You could be listening anywhere, actually, via the app. Um, shoot me a text and let me know where you are, where you are listening to us from. Um, or if you want to talk about, you might want to weigh into the uh, discussion around Pat Cummins. How do you think he handled himself today? A, a big off-field test, you might say. You might like to send your uh, condolences on to the Raper family today as well, uh, the passing of uh, Johnny Raper, uh, or anything, really. It's got to be loosely related to sport. Um, if you wanted me to ask Dan uh, something, has he done, uh, which is our segment, a growing list of things that Dan, our producer, Cowboy Dan, has not Dan, uh, done. Dan ain't done. For example, he has never driven a car. Uh, he's 30-something, he's right? He has never driven a car. He has never surfed. He has never um, held a fishing rod. And it goes on and on and on. Have you, Dan, can I ask you, because yes. um, have you ever stolen anything? No. No. So that's another one. Has no. not stolen. But that's a good thing that I haven't stolen. I know. Would this, I've just done something a bit naughty. What have you done? I, I've never really stolen anything either. Oh, no. But I went to Coles today and with the shop, I don't have a shopping list. And one of the main things I wanted to get was um, some tea bags. Yep. Yep. And I've bloody got a whole heap of other stuff and I forgot the tea bags. Does that happen to you, our listeners, as well? You go to Coles or Woolies and, and you, you, you go there for one thing and get a whole heap of other stuff yes. and you forget the one thing you go? Yep. That Is happens. that just to me? That can happen, yep. So I've come home without the tea bags and I drink mm. probably, I don't know, six more cups a day That's of a tea. I, I just yep. stole a few tea bags from the kitchen out there. Oh, dear. Well, I wouldn't need them. Is that, is that theft? Half a dozen tea bags. I'm going to take them home. So and I'm sure no one will notice. I'll replace them. I'll, I'll, yeah, you'll do the right thing. I'll replace them. I wouldn't need them because I don't and drink don't, tea. You, you've never drunk tea? I have had a Okay, sip. so that's not on the list. Don't tell anyone no, that we've just had this no, conversation. Of course not. Just between you and me. Andrew Menzel from Cricket Unfiltered uh, is now joining us. We're going to talk some more uh, things cricket. Um, I, I Look, being a, a cricket aficionado, uh, Menz, you, you'd be a big tea drinker, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'll have a good cup of tea. Just smash one before I jumped on. I'm glad we're doing this chat before you get locked up for your tea theft. We better get it out of the way before security rushes in. So yeah, let's go. Uh, petty theft. Oh, sorry. Very good. Yeah, she well liked done. that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right, let's talk. Let's talk cricket. Um, how do you handle himself, Paddy Cummins, today? In your opinion? Yeah, I thought he was um, very good. I thought he stood his ground. I thought he was very clear in his messaging very respectful and I think it's still a little bit of a culture clash in Australian cricket with the old and the new guard and um, look, Cummins will be judged on how the team goes over the next couple of years without JL, you know, he wants this cool relaxed vibe around the dressing room well, let's see uh, the results on the field What we do know Andrew, after today um, is actually the the scope that the playing squad had in um, the decision to um, well, not terminate, but to offer him only a six-month extension. And it was, they had their hands all over it, we now know. 
Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like the team and the leadership group um, in the white ball and the red ball set up were very clear that they thought they needed a new coach. And Nick Hockley, the Cricket Australia CEO, has backed up the players. And, um, you know, whether you agree whether you agree or disagree with the decision, it was poorly handled. But, oh, look, I think Pat Cummins today, at least he was up front. He owned it. He, he didn't shy away from it. Uh, he, he still paid respect to the former cricketers, and I think he's a leader coming, so I hope his style and the way he wants the dressing room to be is effective. Um, he's done everything right so far, Cummins, but, um, you know, he's had a, it's been a pretty, you know, that was, he said at the end of his press conference, oh, the mm. feeling around the, the dressing room's great at the moment. Well, you've just won the World Cup. You've just smashed England. Let, let's see how you go in a year's time when you're playing in some tough conditions. Well, see, this is the thing, right? This is the, the conundrum, if you, if you like. So um, there's nothing more that Justin Langer could have done in terms of, you know, um, a, a list of, oh, let's call them key performance indicators. There's not much more that he could have done. You've just rattled off a couple there. And Wisden Coach of the Year, the team returns to number one. They win the World Cup. They win the Ashes. Yeah, I could go on, right? So there's not a whole lot more he could do. Mm. Um, and they are now number one in the world. So, um, but... On the flip side, there's a bit of a fractured dressing room and the players are a little bit unhappy with the way the coach goes about things. Now, here's the other scenario, right? Eh? We bring in a new coach um, and his list of achievements pale in comparison to what Langer has just achieved. I'm just sort of futuring this. Let's roll forward a couple of years. And sorry, folks, um, we're now ranked number three or four in the world. But I tell you what, this change room, this dressing room of players, my God, there's a good feeling amongst this group. Is that what they want? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, that's right. And that, that's a, how I think history will judge what's happened in the last week. In a couple of years, if the team goes on and gets better and better and they, they keep winning and Cummins builds a great legacy as a leader, then I think we'll look back and go, maybe we were wrong to, to doubt him. But as you say, the other scenario could play out that results don't go that way. And uh, maybe this decision does look a bit silly. Um, so a list of potential replacements. I don't know how far down the track they are. Um, Andrew McDonald obviously taking the reins now. Long term, um, long term, what do you think will happen with the coaching appointment? Yeah, I read some comments by Jason Gillespie where he was, you know, only sort of lukewarm sort of interest about the position. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't know if we'll see Jason Gillespie, you know, jumping up to be the Australian coach after what's happened in the last year. Um, but I think Trevor Bayliss might be one uh, to consider. Uh, he's um, you know heavily involved with Penrith Cricket Club, so is Pat Cummins. So yes. there's a, a link there. Um, I was out at Penrith Cricket Club recently commentating, and Bayliss yeah. was there. Um, so he's still you know around the scenes, and he's a more relaxed character, and he's a fantastic coach, and and has worked with a lot of these Blues players in the side. So maybe he'll slip in there. Mm. Um, but you know that's one of the things about Langer. There's, there's no, not many coaches around the scene that want to jump into the job. You know, the great ones like Ricky Ponting, they just want the, the cash at the IPL for six weeks and then spend yeah. time with their family. Well, you can't blame them, can you? I mean, who would who would be uh, a coach? But, you know, it, it's good, good coin. You talk about, about Absolutely. Trevor, yeah, Trevor Bayless. So he coached Sri Lanka as well, didn't he? Talking of, of Sri Lanka. So that all... Um, you could be forgiven um, not to realise that there's a, there's a series coming up starting in just a couple of days. Yeah, a T20 series against Sri Lanka, two matches at the SCG on Friday and Sunday to kick things off. And, you know, it's the beginning of Australia's World K-20 
Cup defence. Um, you know, so Daniel Sams was called into the squad in the last few days. Um, so, I, yeah, look, it's an important series because, uh, you know, we've got to do well defending the Cup. But you're right, it's sort of flown under the radar. Everything's sort of been taken over by the coaching drama. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to the series against Sri Lanka. I, I expect Australia to do very well. Yeah, so that all starts on Friday, the the, the first of uh, three. Uh, that's five, isn't it? Yeah, five. That's five, yeah. Uh, I thought, is that too long, do you reckon, having five T20s? Oh, I think if Sri Lanka is going to come all this way, yeah. they're going to play that many. So I, I don't mind. With with bearing in mind there's a World Cup year, I think it's good that we get a few yeah. matches at home to try a few combinations. And uh, look, there hasn't been much white ball international cricket this summer. Mm. It's not the one day is being called off. So it's good to be getting something. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll be good to be talking about... Um, cricket again and, and not the other stuff that, that's going on around it. And then, of course, so oh. Mar- March we tour Pakistan. Um, wow. Uh, first time in a long, long, long time. So what's happening on the on the squad for, for that, the player front? Yeah, no surprises. They've stuck with the, the team and the squad that um, was successful during the Ashes. Uh, I guess the big one is Jai Richardson is not going to Pakistan. Um, and they've brought in, you know, Mitch Swepson, Ashton Agar as the two spinners. Um, to back up um, Nathan Lyon. Um, so I think that's going to be really interesting. Um, I did note that George Bailey said yesterday the two reserve batters, should something happen in the next couple of weeks, like a, a player gets COVID or gets mm. injured, that Matt Renshaw and Nick Maddinson are next in line, which is really interesting because they're two players who've both had a, a taste of test cricket and have a lot of test runs in them, I think. So, you know, Marcus Harris hasn't locked up that opening spot. Um, You know, he's still in the squad to Pakistan, but, you know, Mm. Renshaw and Maddinson are breathing breathing down the neck. But, yeah, going to be a great tour. Scotty Boland's going, just keeps taking wickets. So, um, you know, he'll probably have a ripping tour. And, uh, you know, it'll be Pat Cummins' first test as a, a touring skipper. All right. Okay, mate. Well, um, I appreciate you jumping on the line, Andrew. Um, really appreciate the chat, um, and we'll look ahead to uh, the game on Friday and then and that tour of Pakistan. We'll talk again soon. Thanks, mate. Cheers. There is. Uh, thank you. Andrew Menzel from Cricket Unfiltered, that podcast. You can get that wherever you get all your good podcasts. We uh, better take a break. Uh, we've got quite a few a few things to get through. Uh, keep those texts coming through as well. Um, I will get to them and yours as well, Reptile. We'll do it next.